there's always work to do. Everybody's always stressed and getting outside is a really great way to clear your mind. Welcome back to the news cycle. I'm Noah Meyer and today is Monday, December 11th. With winter fast approaching and fall coming to a close, we focused on getting outdoors and having fun outside. I interviewed Jonathan Eisen, professor of evolution and ecology at UC Davis, who is also an avid amateur bird watcher. Additionally, Lauren Cornell investigated people's favorite things to do outside during the winter. Also, Jordan Kim focused on small get-togethers with family and friends during the winter time. First, I talked to Professor Eisen about getting outdoors and bird watching. Eisen has posted more pictures than anyone in California over the past four years on iNaturalist, which is a website where people can upload photos of wildlife. He also has over 65,000 followers on Twitter. I spoke to him about his love for bird watching. Uh, how long have you been doing bird watching? Uh, I started probably as a little kid when I was like six or seven with my grandmother, and I did it for a while, and then kind of forgot about it for a while, and then started again, and then forgot about it for a while, and started again uh, when we moved to Davis about 17 years ago. And what's like your favorite part about it? My favorite part about it, without a doubt, is that it just gets me outside. What advice would you have for like beginners who are just starting to get into kind of bird watching and getting outdoors? I mean, I think it's, um, for me, it's really a way to get out and enjoy nature and the bird watching is just a part of it. It's sort of what drives me to get out. So I don't, I don't obsess about like finding all the rare birds or counting everything that I find. I think it's useful just to start to do it from wherever, like your backyard or some neighborhood park or something. You don't need binoculars even, you don't need any special equipment, just sort of start to get out and try to make some observations while you're doing something. What are some of the, like the best bird watching locations that you've experienced and like what makes them so special? Um, I mean, there are some places around the globe that I've been that have, you know, spectacular diversity of birds. But again, I really view it as a way to get out and just experience nature. So I actually like to go to places that are right around here. And I, I'm not driven by finding the weirdest, rarest birds, as long as the place has some interesting birds to see. Even if I've seen those same species before, uh, that's kind of what I like to do. So Yola Bypass is really good um, between Davis and Sacramento. The Woodland Davis Water Treatment Facility that's right before you get to Woodland if you head north from Davis is really good. The ponds that are scattered throughout Davis in various parks can be really good. Um, Lake Solano, if you head out towards winters, is a, gr a spectacular place to see birds. Some of the best bird diversity, and they're all within, you know, like a five minute walk from the visitor center there. So places like that are really great. Have you had any like memorable or sort of unique bird watching moments? The coolest thing I've probably ever seen around here, and it's a little grim, but it's still really cool, is in the summer that this um, flock of bats flies out from underneath the causeway between Davis and Sacramento every, every evening, this giant flock of like 150,000 bats flies out. And I went out to take pictures of them to see if I could. I don't even have that good of a camera for sort of dark dawn, dusk photography, but I went out there, set up my tripod, and there was a guy who was also taking pictures, and he's like, you know, the best thing about seeing the bats is the peregrine falcons come to feed on them every evening, and I was like, wait, wait, what? Um, and that evening, I got to see and got pictures of peregrine falcons that would just troll through the flock of bats and grab them, and I have this picture 
it's not a great picture because my camera doesn't work that well for this, but of like a peregrine with one bat in one claw, one bat in another claw, and one bat in its mouth. <laughs> um, so that type of thing I always find to be dramatic and a little bit grim, but also spectacular. What challenges do you kind of face while you're bird watching? Is there anything that you have to like overcome? I think the biggest challenge is just sucking it up and going out even when it, you're tired or <laughs> um, or the weather's bad or it's something like that. I do this a lot just to sort of get exercise, to clear my mind. And so, you know, throughout those three years and even the whole time I've been bird watching, sometimes, you know, you have a foot injury or a cold or <laughs> some other thing. So I think just saying, I'm just going to somehow get out, even if it's driving somewhere, um, is probably the biggest challenge uh, out there. I'm maybe a relatively different than most people's impression of birders because I'm not, you know, going out to see the rare birds and I'm not going out to, you know, compete with counting. I really use it as an excuse to just get out. Thank you so much. All right. You're quite welcome. Next up, Lauren Cornell investigated what different students at DHS do when they want to get outside and get some outdoors time. California's prime location allows people to travel from the desert to the ocean and then the mountains in just a few hours. Davis High Jr. Katie McMullen is all for the snowy mountain slopes. I've been on the slopes since I was probably like three or four, like ever since I could walk really. And it's just been like a constant. My whole family gets together, we go up there and we just like spend the weekend skiing and it's super fun. It's just a great way to spend winter. According to KCRA, California experiences winter from the months of October through March. My Mountain Sugar Bowl opened last weekend, so I'm planning on going up either the first day of winter break or next weekend just to get a day under my belt and, you know, hang out up there. Skiing may be a solo sport, but McMullen finds community within it. On the ski slopes, everyone there loves skiing, and you're not going to find someone who is out there putting all that effort in just to like not enjoy themselves. So I think it's just kind of a, I don't want to say an escape, but like it's an escape for people to just get out and be with themselves. And I think that's great and I love it. Since she's been skiing ever since she was little, McMullen plans to continue to ski in her future. I'm definitely going to continue skiing after high school because it's just like a deep part of my winter activities so it's always it's like always been something I do it's always been something my family has done so I will obviously continue to do it and hopefully stay as consistent as I do right now. It's the most wonderful time of the year especially for DHS senior Isabella Confiati who has an adoration for the cold season. I like winter because I feel like summer lasts forever it's like so long and it's so hot for so long that like when winter comes I'm just like sweet sweet relief according to national geographic there are at least 17 holidays during winter well a big reason i like winter is because of all the holidays and all the good food i love opening presents obviously and spending time with my family and relaxing and taking in the holiday cheer holiday movies things like that for the news cycle this is lauren cornell Next, Jordan Kim covers small get-togethers with family or friends. Finding balance during high school can be quite difficult at times, but being able to balance schoolwork while also finding time to spend with your family is equally important. As break approaches, different students at DHS spend their time with their families differently. Junior Matias Rendon's family enjoys traveling together as a way to spend time. Sometimes we just go to a, like a beach or somewhere. This year we're going to go to Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. We're going to stay in like 
three different hotels. Because uh, last year we went to uh, one of the hotels, but we just want to see a different part of the Punta Cana. Traveling and spending time with family on your vacation is a great way to de-stress and take some time away after a stressful time during finals week. I uh, know we always we're always together. I mean, most of the time we're just eating, to be honest, like in the pool or in the pool, like drinking like lemonade or piña colada, or we'll play like volleyball or basketball. The one the little hoops in the water. However, not all families spend their time together on vacation. Some prefer to just stay at home and in town, which is the case for sophomore Haley Kim's family. Uh, fun to just uh, go to the movies. We uh, oftentimes just stay at home, but that's really nice since it's quiet and we talk a lot about just like random things and it's fun to just hang out with the dog as well. So, For students, spending time with their close friends is also important for them to find balance during the school year. When it comes to hanging out with friends, I like to go to the movies. Um, even though that can be a bit pricey nowadays. Um, recently, we've been just hanging out like people's houses. We just go over, talk a lot, watch TV. Um, sometimes we bake, which is really fun, even though they sometimes don't turn out very good. For the news cycle, this is Jordan Kim reporting. And that's a wrap for today's episode. The news cycle is a production of the Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Ruiz Jimenez writes our theme music. The program is hosted and produced by Rowan Rising and Noah Meyer. Today's episode was produced by Camille Reyes-Rojas and hosted by Noah Meyer. Our executive producer is Sean Campbell. We're trying to grow our listener base. Don't hesitate to share the news cycle with your friends. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on the web at bluedevilhub.com and check out our social media accounts. We're on Instagram at the Blue Devil Hub and on Facebook at the Blue Devil Hub. Don't miss our radio broadcast Monday at 5 and Tuesday at noon on 95.7 KDRT. Have a good week and we'll see you next time.